Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. We come into body to be. And so to be and to live is effectively for our growth and evolution. So this lifetime and the next. But the point of our existence is something quite specific. That is not about our growth and evolution, weirdly. And that is about coming into our divinity. Okay, what, what is the difference? It's realizing that we are the divine. But the point of what existence? This life or just all lives? Of all lives. That's effectively the end point of the growth and evolution. No, you can continue to yeah, grow and evolve like, past, but yes. Because if you think about it, actually, that makes weirdly perfect sense. Because if I'm going to keep coming in and out of lives mm-hmm. to learn all the different bits, all the different aspects, I can be the slave driver and the slave. I can be the user and the abused. Basically, what you're realizing is I can be everything. Therefore, mm-hmm. eventually you get to a point where you realize I am everything. Yeah. And therefore, I am the divine. So exactly. what you're basically saying is we're graduating. Yeah, that's an, that's one way to look at it. Yeah. So to exist is to be divine. Yeah. Right? We're really, and then actually the world becomes a hell of a lot more fun because if you exactly. are divine and you know you can be everything, you can also choose what you want to be rather than having to learn specific lessons in specific ways. And I wonder whether this is why life in 3D was always characterized by pain because actually you that was how you learned. I had to learn that I was this and that, which means I had to be in pain in one and the other. Right. Well, Whereas, it wasn't just that, but separation. As well. Brings, yeah. Like, as well, which I was like, yeah, but that was the bigger piece. Yeah, whatever. I'm talking like, about that so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, here's a small other piece that could be more interesting. But actually, when you realize that you're divine and that you can create whatever you want, which actually then means you can have a lot of fun. It's not necessarily about like learning that you are a divine. It's about existing as the divine mm-hmm. and then enjoying it maybe that's why the word joy is so important maybe but isn't that interesting that you know thank kind you of... for indulging me there go on <laughs> no i was sort of thinking well in the beginning was a free-for-all and ultimately that's where we're headed another free-for-all another free-for-all right but an even better free-for-all where we're coming from a place of harmony and respect as opposed so, to separation yeah so when you judgment. have a free-for-all because yeah. there's it's actually two different types of free-for-alls because on one side you have one where i must hurt other people in order to survive right it's like the uh those like movies where only one left standing you know mm-hmm. that kind of free-for-all you have to kill them no matter which way you can yeah whereas this kind of free-for-all that we're talking about is that you do you i do me and somehow we do us <laughs> yeah you know, everyone's doing each other which is obviously like the number one part of any free-for-all i want to be part of <laughs> but if separation is kind of what allowed us to think i can hurt you and it doesn't hurt me mm-hmm. right because i'm still learning that i am you and you are me yeah oneness does the opposite it brings us back together because if you're able to be at one in, with, with yourself so i can tell you that my body my mind my emotions and even my soul are actually all me. Therefore, I'm at one with me and I operate through the world that way. Mm-hmm. My soul connects me to you. Mm-hmm. I'm at one with you. I'm at one with everything. And then even in the last episode we were discussing, I'm at one with money because mm-hmm. it's my energy. Yeah. And that's really fucking interesting because oneness actually allows us to see that divinity and allows us to exercise it. It does. When we realize that to exist is to be divine, realizing that divinity does take our growth and evolution, and in that process, we have to learn 
we have to ultimately realize ourselves. And when you realize yourself, that is how you make yourself real. Okay, so how do you okay? realize yourself? What do you mean by realize yourself? In making real who we are, it's actually becoming the embodiment of the divine. Okay, you need to explain right? that way more. So it's about being able to, I think we had this post back in October. So we so we, we posted at some point, you were like, Liz, can you just like do an October forecast, right? Sure, no problem. And of course, and I was like, okay, like I, I really wanted something interesting to deliver. And they were like, okay, the theme of the month would be asking the question, who am I? And being able to answer that question is how you make yourself real. Because how does one answer a question like that when you don't have an ego? Ooh. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, weird because usually we've attached labels how do you and answer titles. Who am I without an identity? Oh, well. apart from I am the divine, which is not really like, like fine. That's the answer, but like it's, it's the also... all. It's everything. That's, that's huge. Yeah, but <laughs> you're like yeah, Liz, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not satisfied with that, and therefore it's not a good enough answer. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, okay, I know what. Well, okay, so Rhea, we'll, we'll, we'll indulge you for a second with this. First of all, how would you answer that? Love. Okay. So Who am I? I'm love. I I exist to give an experience. Just just another word for saying way. that you are your divinity. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Would you like to open the spiritual thesaurus? <laughs> no, it's like, I am light. <laughs> I am the universe. <laughs> fine. fine, fine. But love for me is much more tangible than that. But it's not. Ultimately, you can't know who you are unless you take a giant step backward and expand your perspective. Otherwise, as you said, you're always going to take the sort of ego perspective, right? You're always going to have the ego label of, you know, I am a wife, a daughter, a sister, you know, I do this for my job, blah, blah, blah. Apart from that, if we if we take a step, a tiny step back from that, what would you say? I am kind. Oh, I am okay. compassionate. I am sincere. You know, I'm a good friend. And depending you, on my mood, all of those things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's all just these. You, know, you, you go from You go from nouns to adjectives. Yeah. Right? Like, I am these things. So then you go from adjectives to verbs? Pretty much. And that's right where we want to get to? No. You want to get back to the the noun of I am, but it has to be bigger because you're not, you know, you're all these things. And so what encompasses the largest aspect of you, your point of essence? Okay. I was never going to give you the answer. <laughs> I know. So I was like, I'm just going to give it to her. <laughs> and also, effectively, what is your point of essence? I'm that little sphere with all the little holes on it. Yes. Which is the divine. <laughs> So either so way you go, you're just going to keep circling so when that people one say, answer. Okay, fine. But I am the creator. It's just the other phrasing. I am the creator. Okay, fine. So how does... I mean, that is probably the most magical words any human can ever utter. I yeah. am the creator. And actually, you've probably been creating your shit for many years now. <laughs> so <laughs> there this can't go. be a surprise. Okay, so I know this is going to start to get a little esoteric, but I'll do my best to ground this with your help. Sometimes people have lived in such extreme separation, extreme separation, and we don't really want to like sort of indulge in the separation stories and trauma stories. So it doesn't really matter. It's not that significant. But in the process of at oneing, their experience was so harmful and detrimental that to be able to at one, there's still pieces of themselves that can't quite get in there, right? The trauma was too great. It changed them too much. So not all the pieces necessarily fit back together. 
So they could be about as at one as possible. And that's enough. And that's enough for them, right? But there could still just be a bit of them and their trauma out there. And it's still defining their existence to a certain degree. So they're, if they get there, it's, I'm divine enough. But some of this trauma is still going to shape me. It's still going to make it difficult for me to release myself from, release my ego. It's just going to still inform how I approach my life, right? This is not an excuse, though. It's not an excuse. It's just how things can be when we have been living in so much separation for so long. This really is something that you're not going to see in the younger generations. I'm just kind of talking about people who are already in some level of adulthood. So like from like 20 up? No, it'd be more like 30 and up. So being at one can feel quite painful. It just requires too much of them. And so there's just a part of them that's just always going to just hold on to some of their pain and trauma. And that's okay because at the end of the day, oneness, as we understand, you know, part of what makes up 5D is not just harmony, but it's tolerance, right? It's understanding that not everything can conform to a single definition, well, no matter what it is. Well, it's not oneness. No. Well, it's not harmony either, right? So, you know, we're not all going to be in this space of like holding hands and singing kumbaya and looking like one another and dressing like one another and you know any of those kind of dystopian utopian kind of ideals it has nothing to do with that it's just the many faces of the divine can they still do magic and have a good life we're certainly not going to qualify good life right yes it'll always be if you get to a certain stage in your karmic evolution and growth right it'll be good enough you just can't go past that not in this particular lifetime not in that body okay yeah It would just be too difficult. But that's where the conflict arises. Funny enough how we talked about conflict in episodes ago, in that foundational episode, how that's why in this stage, we're still kind of facing friction, you know, relationships with a certain amount of friction, right? That are sort of fraught. Even as we enter 5D and we're doing work, we're like, wait, why why am I still sometimes feeling this way? Why am I encountering this? And this person seems like they're doing work on themselves. This person seems slightly evolved. What the fuck's going on? Well, it's because even in their attempt at oneness, they're not quite fully succeeding at it. And can they? Not fully, no. And that's okay. As we've always said, if we can get humanity to consciousness, we've won the game. Beyond that, it's really not necessary because, again, people 30 and up, a lot of them have lived in too much separation. The longer you've lived in separation, the harder it can be. Yeah, but it's always everything's always possible. Always possible, limitless possibilities. We own that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it might be that it's very, 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 very hard, but yeah. it's still possible. And this is hearkening back why, you know, even if we're in 5D, you know, we want harmonious relationships, but there's going to be times when we might just sort of feel a little uncomfortable. Like, I still can't quite get there with this person. Mm. And I know that they're where they are and it's quite an evolved place as well and their perspective is quite interesting as too right they can see the world and from an expanded place why aren't we seeing eye to eye mm. yeah into, I guess. we're not at a stage and we're not going to be at a stage in this lifetime where that's really going to be possible with everyone. And that's why tolerance was so important for 5D, was because we really need to be able to embrace, accept and embrace that level of diversity. Mm. Because effectively, what diversity and inclusion and whatever 
sort of promotes at the moment is just a, a sort of level of uniformity and conformity, mm. right, to woke ideology. But when we talk about diversity, it is just the many faces of the divine. But again, you cannot realize divine the divine fully and make real the divine if you're doing so from a place of trauma. And that's kind of where people are getting very confused right now. But effectively, what we're going to have to be confronting in our move to 5D in a world that is capable of cooperation and harmony and tolerance is, can I be a friend to my enemy? And we don't mean like, oh, if I can see the darkness in myself and I can accept them, therefore I can accept the darkness in another. It's not like that. But can I still find a level of agreement or common ground with somebody whose values do not represent my own? So, because we have said before, you know, in 5D, we just live in 5D and other people live in separation and it's kind of welcome to the jungle. It's a sort of like ecosystem that just sort of operates and everything thrives in its own space. But the further into 5D we go, and as we're sort of watching things play out on the world stage, you're never fully immune to what's going on outside of you, no. right? Even if it's not your world, mm. it is still your world. Yeah. And that's effectively what we're going to be contending with as we become these magical beings, which is, well, in order to operate in my world fully, I might really need to be able to have relationships with people who do not match my values. How do I do that? Mm, okay. Because okay. that's going to be the next stage of where is my power? Explain. Because you can't give away your power to somebody else, right? Like your power is your power. But when we are often having to deal with people who do not match us, usually in 3D, we're trading power, okay. right? One has more power over the, than the other, yeah? And then we find ourselves in that space of friction. But can we then find a way in which we can coexist, possibly operate or work together and still really not match each other, wow, that takes a lot. We didn't come into this world, we're not here in this lifetime to build the entire 5D framework and move the entire global collective body into 5D. That's not possible. That would be delusional. But to get people conscious enough to help support that framework. For the next generation. For the next generation and get enough people into that framework, right? Mm. Just naturally, there are enough people mm. who could fill it. But what's the realistic nature of imagining that you can meet anyone and always and have no conflicts. But again, is that realistic or no? I'm just asking. No, not in the stage of our evolution. And because we are here for our growth and evolution for this time, lifetime and the next. So there will be times in which in order to grow, we are going to have to have conflict. But it's not conflict that's meant to traumatize us. It's not conflict that's meant to destroy our lives and our livelihood. It's not conflict that's meant to upend our entire realities. It, we're moving away from that concept of separation conflict into a different type of, you know, I can, I can grow through love. I can grow through, through peace. And because I'm at peace with myself and I'm a loving being, that it, conflict is like, oh, we disagreed about something. Oh, no. Hmm. And then the next day, we seem to resolve it. Because when you've developed enough humility, which once the ego goes, humility is so easy. Is it um, a given? It's a given. Because by then you've exercised enough compassion for yourself, mm. which enables you to exercise enough compassion for others. Mm. And then you can just sort of accept that you are who you are. They are who they are. Neither one is stronger or weaker than the other. Neither one is smarter or less smart than the other, or it's not about intelligence. Everybody just is. Mm. 
Yeah. Well, what's interesting is because you've also said that you can have a little bit of ego to get into 5D. A little bit. Yeah, very, very little bit. So as long means, as it's not but, informing any of your decisions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't need to prove I'm right by proving you're wrong. The humility also comes when as much as we've learned, we know that we still have more to go. We still have more we can learn. And it's not from a not good enough space. It's just that's what evolution is. And I don't and I don't think I would hope that you don't also mean that from a, you know, we're going to get knocked on our ass again place. It's no. just there's always more we can be and always more we can do. And, and more might, to experience. Yeah. I mean, I would, it's the ego that says that we don't have to learn any more than we already know. Because effectively, it just doesn't want to learn that it's not good enough, right? Yeah. It doesn't want to be faced with challenges that then prove that maybe you do need to know more. Maybe you do need, maybe you aren't enough, right? Maybe you aren't good enough. But then there's desire, which tells us the other thing, which yes. is I want to experience more love, more fun, more joy. Yes. And every experience, whatever anyone says, and this is like probably as esoteric as I'm going to get, <laughs> every experience you have from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed changes you. It mm. grows you. Every single one. I might make my cup of tea differently tomorrow and I might learn that that cup of tea is more suited to me now. Hmm. I might find a different route to work. I might have an interesting conversation with a colleague that might change my perspective on something tiny. That, you know, and the thing is, I think when we're in our karma, because it has to be so loud to wake us up, mm -hmm. right? We associate these moments as like huge yeah. huge and dramatic and painful and shocking and because to wake us up and because and then there are all these emotions waiting to be felt and so all of a sudden they're like rushing out being like yay finally an opportunity like listen to me I'm really sad listen to me I'm really scared listen to me I'm really like whatever and then that's happening and then our ego's going no no I shouldn't have let it happen I shouldn't have let it happen ah Pandora's box everything fucking breaks now and it's very a well show, said right? love the story <laughs> and then my karmic reality in a nutshell basically it was a shit <laughs> by show <Ryan. laughs> but you know but actually we can learn from um, every experience we have, every podcast I do, I change. Yeah. Every chapter I write, I change. Every conversation with a friend, I change. Mm -hmm. Every time I do my nails, I change. Every time I fall in love, I change. Every experience I have, whether it's with the same person, I change. Mm -hmm. I am constantly growing. So I always have more to go because I'm constantly living. Yeah. I will keep changing and growing and growing and having more and more experiences. And in those experiences, more aspects of my personality, more skills, more understanding. It all comes at one. It's not like, you know, like, you know, when they, people say every day is a new day to change your life or like, oh, if it starts off as a shit day, then by the end of the day, it could be a great day because you learn something new or whatever. Like, you know, all those bullshit sayings. Okay. It's just like, yes, but actually the truth is we are growing and learning and experiencing in even the things we think we're not even, that we've done every single day since we've been born. If I have a good fucking meal, I might learn that I like broccoli. You never know, <laughs> is my point. And like, in order to be able to have those experiences, we have to have of an open mind. We can't allow our expectations to inform us. And yeah, there are going to be some people who, it's been really hard to face their pain. And they can only face so much at a time. Yeah. Or in order to deal with it, they have to give reason to it and meaning to it in their post-karmic life. Okay, you know, I don't know what it's like to be them. I don't know what it's like to feel that. Mm -hmm. I can only hope that you can find what you need and be as happy as you can be. 
listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.